This is Tea Time with Robin. Five, four, three, two, one. What is up, everybody? I hope I didn't shock you. I hope I didn't startle you. What's up? This is Tea, tea Time with Robin. I am T. We have Robin here. Episode three, Robin. Episode oh my God. three. We're really on a roll. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving along. How are you? Doing great here in Wyoming as we record, and it's minus 19, and uh, the wind chill is minus 50. And, and before I go any further, I really do want to start by saying I hope that everybody that's listening to this is safe and warm and taking care of themselves and their loved ones, because I know in western New York, you guys are about to get your own battle yeah. um, with blizzards. So um, be safe out there. And of course, happy holidays, but, um, it's, it, you know, it's going to be an adventure. Yeah. I'm a little nervous. I live in Buffalo, so I'm a little nervous. Um, like I said, off, off, um, when we were off, off mic, <laughs> some of my words, my mom lives in Niagara Falls. So I'm a little nervous about, um, her, but my sisters live next to her. So I'm pretty sure she'll be fine. It's just, you know, it's a little scary because the way they're talking about this storm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. So yeah, hopefully I know we'll get through it. Just, I hate winter. I love winter, but I hate blizzards and stuff like that. So yeah. For real, for real. But I'm glad you're well, you guys are well over there. I know you guys received some snow and you're minus, like you said, 19, right? That's yeah, 19 below zero. Ugh. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you that, oh, it gets down to a certain cold and then you don't notice it. Uh, you do. No, you do. Yeah, yeah. It might not it's snow, but you'll notice it. <laughs> 20 below is colder than zero. I, I, I can tell you, when it, we're supposed to be up in the 40s this upcoming week, and I'll be wearing shorts and we'll have a barbecue. Oh, I love um, it. So I know. It's crazy weather. Speaking about yes. the weather, we are on the weather, and us... And Wyoming, how do you say, what is it? Buffalonians, you would be Wyoming, what is it? Wyomingites. There you go. So we are going to speak about the weather and we're not going to sugarcoat it. We know that we're in Buffalo. We know that weather is an issue. And the Buffalo Bills are a team who can play in the weather. Now Miami, we're going to talk about it. What's your thoughts on this Miami game, Robin? Well, for one thing, you know, I'll preface this by saying I thought Miami played a great football game. They had a really good scheme devised. I thought they handled the elements well, but my but here, <laughs> um, if they claim that they now can play in winter weather, and they didn't, it started snowing in the fourth quarter. But they didn't even have wind with snow throughout the game. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it really wasn't um, a winter game as we know they can be in Western New York. So I'm just going to say that straight up. <laughs> so congratulations, Dolphins. You played a really good game, but I'm still not convinced that you can play in the elements. Um, I'll, go, I'll go down by my notes here. Okay. Uh, I wrote Josh Allen takes over the game and I wrote that because I wanted to mention to the audience that the 
I had absolute flashbacks watching this Dolphins game and Josh Allen taking over the game, leaping over, you know, into the end zone, running for 47 yards after fumbling the ball. It, it was absolutely reminiscent of how he played at Wyoming. And this, again, I want to emphasize, is why the people of Wyoming went nuts and knew that Josh was going to be a star in the NFL, no mm-hmm. matter which team. Because he was special. And that's, that's what you saw happening in that game. And that's what Josh does. He will take. He will single-handedly take over a game, and I don't care what you coach him to do or not do or whatever. It's like the you know touchdown at halftime. Um, he's going to go for that stuff. He's not. He's not. You're not going to get that out of him. And I. I don't think that that's a bad thing. Now, the other thing I want to say about the Dolphins game, and this is just. Ugh the frustration I have with the bend don't break defense. I understand it. I know how it works schematically. I still to watch, you know, the team to see opponents run at will up and down the field against the bills. It's bothersome. Yes. So I wrote my notes down. Bend don't break. Doesn't mean bend don't tackle. Exactly. We are a team that is having a tackling issue and I don't know why. And week, what week 15 right now, we're still having issues tackling. They, I just read something that said Sean McDermott, Buffalo bills under Sean McDermott is the worst tackling team. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what is this? Like you practice tackling in practice, like, I just don't understand. The Miami Dolphins ran big run gashes on this defense. And I understand, like, they were trying to take away the middle of the field. I get it. But uh, Mustard, Mustard was running all over this defense. And this defense was good with stopping the run. Mm-hmm. And I all- think we clearly miss Jordan Phillips, don't you? Oh, do we not? Do we not? And, you know, the Buffalo Bills, Miami came in and wanted to test the run game of the Buffalo Bills because they they will have games where there will be teams running all over them. And Miami Dolphins will go away from the run game, but the first half they were running all over the Buffalo Bills. It was just – it was – it was heartbreaking to see because it was definitely an emotional day, emotional game. Because at yes. some point we were up and then we were, I just want to say this. We win the toss. We get the ball coming out of the half. Going into first, going into the half, Josh made an incredible play. <laughs> Momentum. Yes, great, awesome. Getting going, going into the third quarter, we get the ball back. We go one, two, three and out. What was the point yeah. of getting the freaking ball in the first in the third, and you did that coming out of the third, coming out of the half. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Exactly. Emotional roller coaster. Well, they have these lulls, and we've seen that, haven't we? Yes. We see, we see, you know, we've seen that with this team over the season, where they have these periods of you know ineptitude during games, and it's like, guys, wake up! You know, 
we still have to play. And that had been especially true when they would get a significant lead. You know, they kind of kick back and, you know, you don't want to see that prevent defense or that mentality. Mm -hmm. Um, You want them to keep on staying aggressive. Uh, It kind of, you know, it's kind of reminded me of the crazy play that ended the Patriots game. You know, tackling is basic. (laughs) Just like you said, right? Well, So is, you know, you. I don't think I ever saw in high school a play like I saw the Patriots game end on Sunday. And it was no okay. need for it, Robin. You were tied. No. You were tied. And they had a timeout. I mean, it was nuts. And you and do so that they, when you're losing. <laughs> yes. But that's something high schoolers wouldn't yes. do. And, it, and that's what made me think of that when you were talking about tackling. You know, this is a very basic elemental concept. And yet you guys get, you know, lackadaisical mentally or whatever it is, and you lose sight of your technique. And, we, you know, we can't have those kind of mental lapses. That one, I think it was Mustard who ran down on the sideline. And we had like maybe five guys trying to tackle this guy. Finally, Tehran and um, what's it, Lamar caught him, but he was still running. <laughs> I was like, yep. okay, all right, this looks bad. <laughs> this looks bad. It looks bad. Yeah, bend don't break. Bend don't break doesn't mean bend don't tackle. Exactly. I like that. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the title of this episode. <laughs> bend like don't it. break doesn't mean bend don't tackle. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. How do you think Tua played? Actually, Tua played very well. And a lot of people said, oh, well, you know, he, he didn't because he didn't win the game, whatever, you know, whatever. However, again, I want to say it wasn't a real snow game. He mm-hmm. didn't really acknowledge the true elements of Western New York when there's a combination of snow coming down at two or three inches in an hour and wind. That's weather. In, you know, that's a weather game in right. my mind. So I still see him wilting under pressure, you know, if there's any pressure on him at all. You know, he's a systems quarterback. Do I think he can be a good quarterback? Yes. Do I think he can be a great quarterback? Probably not. And, you know, you have to ask yourself the question, though, for the Miami Dolphins, do they really need an elite quarterback? If they have, they have a great defense, if they, you know, they've got two world-class wide receivers, mm-hmm. and, you know, Mozart, holy cats, you know, he's fast. So they're built around him. And I think that that might be enough for Miami to be a very competitive team. And, and I think our rivalry will probably be very good um, for years to come. It's definitely back. Said, our rivalry yeah, is definitely back, yes. It is. That being said, I also want to say with the disclaimer, because I will always say it when I talk about Tua, I still don't think that he should be playing at all. Given what happened to him with his concussions and what the neurologists who I trust have said about the risk to his life mm-hmm. at this point. You know, I just will say that because I'm an old retired healthcare professional. Right. And it, it concerns me greatly. Whenever I watch to a play, 
I hold my breath. Yeah, there was some when he got sacked. I, I, I yeah. I, besides me being a Bills fan, I, I'm a fan of football, and the Bills happen to be my team. But I'm a fan of football, and at any time I see a player go down the way to a dead, it's concerning to me. I mean, it's been injuries. This football season has been has been to me has been a lot of injuries. I don't know why this year, but it's just seemed like it's been a lot. But that Tua situation, you know, it was a lot of people. It was a primetime game, I want to say it was. Um, and a lot of people seen it. So for me, I, that image, I, it's in my mind. It's just a, the same image with Joe Theismann. That image stays in my mind. They continue right. to show that image with Joe Theismann over and over. And I was like, okay, guys, come on. Yeah, we don't need to be re-traumatized by right. that. Right, yeah. But it's it, you know it's an, it's it's a serious issue, and it brings up kind of segues into. I wanted to ask you this, T. Mm-hmm. What are your concerns about Mitch Morse? So Mitch Morse, I didn't even know Mitch Morse went down until um, um, whew, I was watching with friends. So halftime, my friend said to me, Mitch Morse is not in there, and I was like, you know what? You're right, because you've seen the pocket. Josh didn't have a lot of time anymore because actually they were holding up for the most part. And so my concern with Mitch Morris is he's, I don't want, he has little children. Right. And I want him to have a productive life with his kids and his wife. Right. It's becoming a problem. Well, six concussions. And How many did he have this year? Because uh, I know last year, last year he had a lot. Yeah, and you know that's the thing because what they call a concussion, you know, is very different than what really happens to the brain when you get smacked that many times. Did you and see it? Did you see when he? No, I didn't. Okay, because I want to know because it's different from a quarterback having a concussion, a running back or a wide receiver because you are being targeted. And for an office lineman, it's like, how did he get a concussion? And I know it's possible, of course, but it's Here's just. The deal, though. How he got a concussion, probably, you know, there may not even be a specific play. Right. When you have six concussions, six documented concussions, with every concussion that you have, mm-hmm. It's easier to get the next concussion. It takes less force to get the next one and the next one and the next one. So for Mitch, he may have just had his helmet tapped, and that's all it took. And he got a concussion, I want to say, last year in practice. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I want to say he did get one in practice um, last year. The one that concerned me, and I don't remember when it happened, but it was the one that he was out for two months. Yes. And that might have been the one you were talking about. And when you have somebody who cannot neurologically pass the concussion protocol for two months. Yeah, that's concerning. You know, it's concerning. So, you know, that's my pitch on, you know, Mitch. I hope Mitch takes care of Mitch. Yes. And, you know, the rest of, you know, the rest of us will be okay the Buffalo Bills will be okay. We just need to make sure he and he's going to be okay. Well, let's give a shout out to Mitch because he also um, he's a pro bowler. Bowl, bowl. Yes. Yeah, I messed that up. 
Um, but, you know, congratulations to him and the team. And I know we weren't talking about that. So the Buffalo Bills has four or five. I can't remember, but I think it's, I think it's four. But congratulations to everybody. So, yeah. But we can move on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, absolutely. The Pro Bowl, to me, I look at the all pros that come out and, and take that more seriously mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl is such a popularity contest. Mike, you know, Matt Milano not making the Pro Bowl to me is like, uh, you know, forget it. Yes. It's, an alter- it's like, it's no, there's no, there's no universe where Matt Milano should not have been a first ballot yes. Pro Bowler. Yep. Yep. But that's the way that stuff rolls. Absolutely. All right, we can move on to what is it? Snowball controversy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snowball. Well, the only thing I have to say about the snowball, uh, snowball gate, whatever you want to <laughs> call it. Um, I was listening to Mike Rob talk about Josh Allen on One Bill's Live earlier in the week. And he had a description of Josh that just cracked me up in terms of what happened with the snowballs. So apparently the NFL Network set was close enough to where the fans were after the game. And Josh came to make his post-game comments, and they were throwing snowballs at everybody. You know, was getting on the, um, you know, on the panel, was getting pelted with snowballs. So between a commercial... Mike Rob said that Josh stood up and just yelled at the fans and said, knock it off. Wow. And Mike Rob said he couldn't believe it, but it was like the fans just stopped. There wasn't one snowball that was thrown, except for, and this was interesting, a Dolphins fan that threw us that threw one more snowball, and Josh said to the rest of the fans there, Get him out of here. Oh, so that's what he said. Go home. Yes. Gotcha. Wow. Yes. Get him out of here. And they took, apparently, the fans escorted that one Dolphins fan and got him out of there. And Mike Rob was just like, you know what? That's the it factor we talk about with Josh. Because when he stands up and says something, people listen. And I hate that because, you know, media, and I try not to watch. I try to stick with the local and, and and I'll branch off because I love to hear what other people have to say about the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Um, it was also Miami Dolphins fans. It was not just the Buffalo Bills fans. And I, I heard, well, they should try to make it where there's no snow in a stadium. And for the most part, they do. They do. Um, this is not the first time it snowed in Buffalo and we've had – when they do a touchdown, they throw they throw the snow in the air. Now I just I, I seen Sal Capaccio get hit. Um, the cameraman on TV, you seen that he got hit in the back. So I mean, it's, it it was definitely a lot. I was just like, okay, this is not going down well. I know they had they said that if they threw another snowball, it would be a 15 yard penalty against the Buffalo Bills. Found out that they cannot um, enforce that in a rule book. But it, it just, it, it looked bad. Regardless of whatever, it did look bad for the Buffalo Bills. Not saying that it was just the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the fan base, you know, come on. Yeah. Bills, Boston, We're supposed to be the city of neighbors and giving people, you know, if someone, like Tua. Tua had his concussion 
and the, the, the Bills fans donated to his charity. Let's stick with that. Exactly. <laughs> let's stick with that side you of know, it. Let's run with that theme a little bit more. I wondered about the snowball thing if it wasn't partly because we had a night game and people were drunk all day long. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Robin. The tail, you know, the tailgating got excessive and people were like out of control. I don't think that we would see that same thing, you know, at a 1 p.m. game. Although I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not a good. I'm not gonna put my name on that because, listen, Bills Mafia. They're known for their tailgates, so I wouldn't put nothing past them. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So you want to talk about our next opponent, the Bears? The Bears. Well, first of all, I think that Sean McDermott was right when he basically said this week in interview, um, I hope my team realizes how difficult this game is going mm -hmm. to be. And I don't think, you know, any of the fans should overlook just because this team is on a, a massive losing streak, you know how dangerous, because we've been on losing streaks. Yes. And you know how dangerous a losing team can be at the end of the season. This is a seven. I think they're on a seven streak, seven streak, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. And Justin Fields is not a bad quarterback. So 2.0. Lamar Jackson 2.0. He is, and he's, you know, he's run for over a thousand yards. He could be the real deal for them if they had a team built around him. Haven't they already had a coaching change since he's been there? Yes. And if so, you know, you're talking about how that stunts the growth of a quarterback. Josh Allen couldn't, he knows this, couldn't have fallen into a better situation in Buffalo with Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott, who knew exactly how to develop him. Mm -hmm. You look Sam Darnold, you look at Baker Mayfield. I mean, there's a, you know, there's there's a cemetery full of quarterbacks. The other Josh, Josh Rosen. Yes, yes, absolutely, and, and arguably even Tua. You know, mm -hmm. Tua has been a few coaches already himself. So you know, it it does it does matter, and I think the Bears are a better team than what their record indicates. For sure. Definitely. I mean, like I said, he's Lamar Jackson um, 2.0. I think this 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 game is going to come down to discipline. It's going to be gap control, discipline right. football, because this guy can run six point yards, give you six point yards in a run, in a run. Yeah. Average six. He can he can give you more. Just on yeah. the Eagles, he ran. Oh my! I think it was seventy nine yards on a play. He's dangerous. He's like dangerous. Doc, you know, in, in, in that sense, he's very dangerous. And if you're right, we don't ever get, if we're not tackling, mm -hmm. you know, if we're tackling like we did last week, you know, we're going to be in trouble. The other issue I wanted to ask you about, T, what do you think the horrible weather that's predicted, big winds, Ugh. low temperature, I don't think it's supposed to snow at all, but the wind is supposed to be horrendous and it's going to be very, very cold in Chicago. Um, so do you think that that's going to say, okay, we're going to have a Cleveland Browns kind of running game sort of thing? And you know what? Us Buffalo people and a Wyoming person is talking about weather, but it's it's a factor. Um, I think this might be a Devin Singletary and a James Cook game. Because if, and we have to also remember, Josh is 
affected by his elbow. Um, his, yeah. his elbow's not 100%, and we've seen it this week when he was limited in practice again, but he played. So he's he's never going to be a person that says that, oh, this is what's hampering me, you know, my elbow was hurting, blah, blah, blah. He'll say, it's okay, I'm fine, I'm dealing with whatever. And he won't even say I'm dealing with, He everything's fine. So I just think this is going to be a run game. I, I, I can see um, Cook and um, Singletary having a, a big game. Yep. I agree 100%. And, I, you know, I just don't know how you can have an effective passing game if the winds are really going to be as bad as they, as they say. We just have to hope that T-Bass is going to be good at, at uh, adjusting to the wind if we need him in terms of field goals because you never know. It could end up being a low-scoring game and a field goal could make a difference. I couldn't even imagine the game being here. They would have to move it again. Yeah, I know. Oh my goodness. A blizzard. We would have to go back to Detroit again. If that's possible, because I don't even know if Detroit's where they're at. Because they're apparently. They might be playing their own playoff. Right. They've been playing pretty darn good football. Yeah, the only team they lost against was us. They're on a six and one um, run. So I'm glad we seen them when we did. Hope we don't see him again. Yes, please no. So let's move on to some drama. A little spiciness. You know, this is tea time with Robin. And normally we don't do the tea, the tea, we don't spill the tea, but there was some tea. And I don't want to say there's I don't want to say there's a big deal about this because Stefan, Stefan Diggs is a competitor. And I don't see too much going on with this whole story. But it was it came to the attention that he was frustrated um, last week, and I I seen him frustrated the last game as well. He's not being targeted, and I don't know if it's you're not if it's Ken Dorsey or what's going on. Steph is a leader, and being a leader, he wants to ball at all time. He wants to make plays. He wants to elevate his game. He wants to the people around him to elevate his games. He said, I have big shoulders. I can take it all. So how do you feel? You know, the story, this, you know, the narrative or whatever that, you know, that's going around about him being unhappy, I think is all mm-hmm. for one thing. Um, I don't think it's a matter of being unhappy. It's like you said, he's, he's, he's a, okay. He's a passionate competitor. Mm-hmm. All right. The competitors that are out there and, you know, competitors come in different flavors and, he is a passionate competitor. Some people, you know, they're, you know, they're more fierce competitor. You know, they, they have a different aspect of their competitiveness. Right. With, with Stefan Diggs, he, it, everything that comes from him comes straight from his heart. Yes. He has the heart of a lion. This is the way that he is. And so <clears throat> when he gets into game time mode and game mindset, he's so hyped up. He just wants to go out there and win. And he knows he like he's like Josh Allen. Exactly. Give me the exactly. You know, Josh Allen can do that. Steph has to get the ball to show what he can Thank do. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. And and and, and that's what kind of what was said like imagine if josh is frustrated josh can take that ball and run Diggs have to wait for you to throw me the ball so and 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 as fans we are frustrated with the play call sometimes we are frustrated with the offense imagine being that player 
So I understand the frustration because we can sit back and watch the game and say, listen, all right, Ken, you're not targeting uh, Diggs. Okay, Ken, you know, Diggs is still here. And not saying that happened last last week. I mean, I don't know really. Listen, Dawson Knox had a great game. And I've been waiting for him to have a breakout game for a long time. So if he had a breakout game and we won, I'm great with it. It's just not his – his number hasn't been called. And that's how I look at it. Right on. You know, I, I just think too much is made of it. And, and I also think the big thing that gave me a great deal of peace was – was it a week or two ago when Stefan was all Twitter painted and, you know, excited and, and whatnot. He's on the sidelines. And McDermott, you know, kind of grabbed him and gave him a hug and, mm-hmm. you know – face with him and and had shared some words with him and he and Stefan was asked about that and he said look it he's my coach he knows me yep. he knows the kind of competitor that I am and he knows how to keep me in line that's a paraphrase that last part right 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 word, but he said something along those lines I got you. and he's very comfortable he's you know, Stefan is very comfortable with McDermott doing that because he's earned that trust and so I don't think, you know, people look to make problems where there aren't any. Exactly. That's the drama thing that, you know, you're talking about. Exactly. I don't think that there's any problem at all. I think he's just a fierce, loyal, passionate, you know, competitor that, you know, he wants to be the answer. And he doesn't have the, like, you you know, we said, he doesn't have the ability to, to, to dictate the play like Josh does. Right. And with, with all that, I mean, we won. We, we won the game. They're 11 and 13 now going into Chicago. I think they're leaving today to make, to make, yeah. um, make it to Chicago. So, which is great. I'm glad that, that, that they're leaving today because it's supposed to get worse tomorrow or tonight. It's supposed to rain. It's not raining yet. The sun's out, but you know, this is calm before the storm, <laughs> ah, the storm. Um, but with the win, the bills can clinch the AFC title again. So I'm excited about that. Holy cats. Yes. AFC East title is, you know, how many years do we go uh, without it? Mm-hmm. You know, it, I do want to say something because that brings up something I've been thinking about in terms of what you see on social media, um, on Bill's Twitter, or I don't do Facebook. So Bill's Twitter, so many Bill's fans, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. you know, about this or complaining about that I just want to say let's go back to the drought years and remember (laughs) what it was like when our team was so terrible all the time or they were middling at best and we're irrelevant by Halloween Um, that wasn't that long ago and how fast did we become spoiled you know to where you know we want to be opinionated about this that or the other thing I just know from being an old Bills fan, mm-hmm. having lived through the 70s and, you know, lived through the 80s and the drought years and all of that, you know, we we have so much to be grateful for right now. And I guess during the holiday season, it's a good time to, to just remind ourselves, you know, that no matter what happens on the field, we have a wonderful team with a great coach and we're blessed. So the word this episode is going to be grateful <laughs> last week yes, it was great grace and grateful and we're just going to do grateful 
So the word is grateful and we used it last week. So we're going to use it again. So today's word is grateful because some of you guys didn't live through these times of Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl four times and losing. Yes. You know, the Buffalo Bills having a sorry team of, I'm sorry, you're going to be the, you're going to be the man that you're going to be the, um, the guy, Peterman. Sorry, Peterman. We had Peterman. <laughs> sorry. You know, so it's been Tyrod Taylor. Sorry not to give you shots either. We didn't have a great quarterback. We have a, a legit, an elite quarterback who can take us to the Super Bowl. So let's just be grateful. Amen. You know? So any um, Christmas plans? Do you have any Christmas plans as we get out of here? I don't, but I do have one little Christmas tidbit to share with all of you. Mm -hmm. it, it's something that I noticed when I was listening to Kyle Brand's basement and Josh Allen talking, and it was so special to me. I wanted to share it with the rest of you. As I listened to Josh Allen speak, I heard something in his voice that I haven't really noticed before. <laughs> But if you go back and you listen to him speak now, Josh Allen has developed a smidgen, just a tiny little bit of a Western New York accent. And it made me, it actually did, it brought tears to my eyes and I was thinking to myself, T, he's becoming one of us. Look at that, Josh Allen is a Buffalonian. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a Buffalonian. I love it. And I love it. And I just heard that in his voice. And I thought, I just want to share that with everybody that listens to the podcast. Because when you go back and you listen to Josh Allen talk, I want to know what you think about that. Because there's just a little bit of Western New York coming out of him. Yes. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, I, I love it. I love that Josh is a, you know, Buffalo and he loves being in Buffalo, him and his girlfriend. So, you know, embrace it. Embrace it. I got something, too. I did not know this. I seen this the other day. History was made in Buffalo. For the first time, the Buffalo Bills won, the Sabres won, and the Bandits won all on the same day. So that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. I love it. Right? It's, hey, Buffalo Bills sports is turning around. It's yes, turning. It it's it's something out there for everyone. If you don't like football, you like hockey. Boom, there you go. If you don't like hockey, you like lacrosse. Boom, we got something for everyone. Something Absolutely. for everyone. So we're gonna get out of here. We thank you guys for listening again. This is episode three with um, Tea Time with Robin. We love doing this. We love bringing this to you guys every Friday. Please check us out. Robin, you got some lat some closing. You got anything, any articles and anything you wanna wanna share? Oh yeah, we got some good stuff up on the blog. www.buffalofam <clears throat> with an M fanbase.com. Um, we got some dolphins articles. I got one up that I talked about. Uh, I was trying to decide if we were um, if we had redemption or resilience um, <laughs> that we showed in the Dolphins game. And I'm, I'm just kind of a wordophile that way. But check us out on, on the blog and 26 Shirts. We're always we're always happy to uh, um, plug 26 Shirts, who sponsors sure. our blog. And 
thank you tea. Thank what you. What I really want to say to everybody else is happy holidays and all of that, but especially to my girlfriend T because I love you and this is so much fun. Love you too. This is awesome. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you guys for tuning in. Come back next Friday. Next, next Friday. Yeah, next Friday. Because we record on Thursday, so my bad. Next Friday, check us out, y'all. We love you. Peace out. And always, go Bills. Go Bills. Peace, y'all. You have been listening to Tea Time with Robin. Go Bills.